Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. It could be. For $2 in an unlimited fashion, how does a $200 date pass to Applebee's sound? This and much more information on this edition of Breaking Bread with AJ Leslie and the Chubb Father. What's happening? Welcome in. I hope you're all well and a little bit warmer than uh, yesterday. Maybe just a little bit. Uh, People finally started leaving their homes, it seems like, which was uh, great for business. Uh, quick shout out to, uh, one of our listeners, Tom, who, uh, stopped by the restaurant today and, uh, introduced himself. It was a pleasure to meet you, my dear friend. And, uh, we, so many of you guys have been coming by and checking out the new spot. And, uh, I am incredibly grateful to you. Leslie, AJ, it's wonderful to see your faces. How are y'all? I'm chilly. You're but chilly? I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, uh, are you Hatch Chicken Chili? Are you Texas chili? Are you baby back ribs chili? Is there such a thing as that? I want that. I want a <laughs> you want baby, your baby back, back ribs chili. That sounds so good. You just invented something. I, I did. That's probably what I like. so. Hey, chilies, you're listening. Half rack bone up in the bowl? <laughs> it's possible. Or on do you my, just want on the... my car, driving my car with my feet. Oh, <laughs> y'all remember that? Okay. Flintstones reference. I don't know if y'all. Do you, I don't know. We, we're Flintstones. We're Flintstones. For, we're, we're, okay. AJ and I weren't around when it originally aired. So well, me neither. Know. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. So, come so, on. My bad. <laughs> no, but I, I tell you, the I used to think that the thing that it, it's a rack of ribs, but I used to think it was like a speaker because they went to the drive-in movie. Right. And I didn't know till I was an adult that I said something about the speaker, and Jesse goes, "Leslie, those are ribs." I go, "No, that's a speaker." Leslie, they're ribs. <laughs> they are ribs. So yeah. I stand corrected. I think they're brontosaurus ribs. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they are. Some dinosaur rib. I mean, yeah. there were some massive ribs. I mean, they massive. I, w- I just want to know what was the cost of those ribs. Because one, those, those ribs didn't look cooked. Like, it didn't look like they They actually, looked raw, didn't they? They were <laughs> very raw ribs. I'm just saying. They they did not cook those bad boys. <laughs> so uh, on, a, on, a, on, on a rating scale of one to first-round draft pick, how cute do you think Pebbles grew up to be? I'm trying to think. Do I, rem- do I remember her growing up? Is there a cartoon of her growing up? I don't there think is. so. Yeah. Is there? Yeah, I think so. 
I think, yeah, because her and Bam Bam got yeah. married. Yeah, That's they right. did. And they had a little baby pebbles looking thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were. Bam Bam did it. She was Bam very Bam. pretty. Yeah. Were, she and Wham beautiful. Wham, they had a little pebble. Yeah. That's yeah. cute. Yeah. It was so, so, so cute. I think she grew up to be cute. I do. I, I, I don't know. I never really paid attention to cartoons like that. Do you think, like, Barney and what was her name? Barney. Betty. Betty. They didn't have any kids, did they? Well, Bam Bam was a kid. Yeah, Bam Bam. Bam was Bam. Okay. Yeah, Bam Bam yeah. was a kid, which That's I think right. she cheated on him. <laughs> yeah, I you think, think so? that. Uh, I think she cheated on. Cause uh, Bam Mr. Bam with Mr. Slate, you think? <laughs> Probably Mr. Slate. so. Yeah, uh, Be- Betty so. and Betty and Barney um, got divorced uh, not too long after uh, the original series ended. Uh, she was turned out. She was just a uh, a gold digger the whole time, literally. Like that was her job, and she got transferred. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so she had to leave him behind. Oh man, he was, or, or, or she was one of those uh, mail order brides that uh, he ordered from uh, Ukraine or Russia, and and uh, yeah, and he lost the receipt. So, <laughs> so she had to go back. She had to go back. <laughs> he was just leasing her. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't afford the full thing. Did you like Flintstones? Or I did, loved Flintstones. I love Flintstones, but did you like Flintstones or the Jetsons better? Hmm. I, I, okay, so I, I like the Flintstones, but I did like the Jetsons a little bit better. For the simple fact is, back in those days, that's what you assumed what we were supposed to be like uh, around this time of year, right? Because, you yeah. know, you're talking about the, the, the 60s, 70s, and you still see the, 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 the world of tomorrow. They used to show that with the cars, what they used to look like, or all the fancy stuff that was going to be in the house. And it almost looked like what you saw in the Jetsons, right? You know, everybody's like, oh, we're going to have a robot. We kind of have robots kind of in our homes and, and stuff like that. Um, we have TeleDoc appointments, and they had TeleDoc they appointments. They did. They did. As soon as TeleDoc came on, I went, the okay, only thing this we is don't, Jetsons. The only thing we didn't, we don't have really pretty much are, like, um, flying cars, even though they're still True. working on right. them. Uh, and then I, I just don't know what happened to the, the bottom part of the earth. Was yeah, it was it polluted? Because they, suspended, they were yeah. all suspended in in the sky. They they lived in the sky. Everything was in the <laughs> sky. Like you didn't know how did nobody fall, <laughs> right? Yeah. And how they keep the maintenance on the house? Like just yeah, it was just a lot of questions. And what was his job? I know y'all know you must know. I just don't remember. I don't what remember was, what he. You what know, he I know did. Fred Flintstone I, worked at the quarry, but what did George Mister Jensen do? do? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that he sold cocaine. You think so? Yeah. Man, because that's there's no way he, all of them were that high. No. No. That's how it was. Okay. I mean, we could continue this conversation. Yeah, sorry. But we could talk about Redland Rifle, <laughs> not your average gun store.com, redlandrifle.com. Right there on Highway 280 next to Mavis Discount Tire. If you're looking for some protection for this Valentine's Day, because you're just so incredibly good looking good looking that Beating the ladies off of you with a stick is no longer effective. You need something more. They have a fantastic selection of personal protection and personal protection devices at Redland right there on 280. And what's a personal protection device? Well, I'm referring to the less lethal options, your pepper ball guns, your pepper spray, your tasers, your whatnot and what for. Great selection of ammo, targets, short guns, long guns, handguns, ARs. They got it all, man. It's a great place to walk around. No hassle shopping. All of the guns are right there for you to reach out and touch without asking anyone to help you until you want to feel that trigger. Then you got to find 
JD, Cole, Daniel, Michael, or Emily. Uh, but they'll get you taken care of. Redland Rifle Company, along with Goodbye AJ Media, are proud sponsors of today's duel. I demand satisfaction. Oh. I challenge you to a duel. Wild Wild West. I challenge you to a duel. I accept. Are you serious? Now I accept your challenge. Do you want time to think it over? No. Sure. Nope, 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 not at all. Um, what time were you thinking of dueling? Anytime is, is good, really. I don't know. Come back to this very day, cause losing's one thing we don't play. If you're ever in a fight and you're beating one of us, break out, break out before out, you get bum rushed. I ain't never been slapped with no dueling glove before either. Wow. A free beer. And I owe it all to a little club slap. Club slap. Baby mm. All right, before we get into the duel, so uh, George Jetson's job was a digital, well, uh, okay, digital index operator, operator, digital index operator at Spacely Space Sprocket Inc. Okay. Which is, I don't know exactly what that, know I still don't <laughs> right. know what the heck that means, but looking at the article, they were like, uh, it is similar to what some folks do today. I don't know what that is. Like a programmer or something. Probably so, yeah. but it has a LinkedIn page. So I think okay. so he was a data processor. I don't know if, that's, if, I don't know if it was a data processor because it doesn't really go into detail of exactly what So Spacely was. Sprockets has a LinkedIn page? Uh, George Jetson. Oh, he has his own. Yeah, I Googled George Jetson. I said job, and uh, George Jetson's uh, name popped up on LinkedIn. So I (laughs) I was like, oh, this is better. One one more question about these two shows. Okay, sorry. Better theme song. Jetson's, Flintstones. The most memorable one is, to me, I think it's the Jetson's. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't know what the Flintstones theme song is. Flintstones. Meet, meet the, the Flintstones. Flintstones. They're a family. Oh, okay. Down to bedrock. I, well, now that you're singing it, I now remember that now. Let's his go. Boy with and Roy. The fl- Jane, his wife. They're both pretty good. All right. I still say he ran a trap house. In the sky. In the sky. In the sky. Trap house in the sky. That's funny. All right, so uh, today's duel, uh, brought to you by Redland, and of course, goodbye, AJ Media. It is brought to you by uh, something we're going to be talking about later on today, and it's all about the peanut butter. We had uh, the Meta family uh, in, was it Monday? Monday, yes. Yeah, they were in Monday night, uh, and they had brought some fantastic peanut butter. I didn't know I was that much of a peanut butter fan. Yeah. It's also really good with some peanut butter and jelly. I, I, I had that cinnamon. With some strawberry uh, preserve. Right. Man. Mm, so good. Uh, the question is, um, and we're going to get into this, and we're going to delve into this, and hopefully we're going to have a deep conversation about this. Uh, but should peanut butter be put on a burger? Should, dun, dun, dun. You, should you? Should should that be a topping on a burger? You know, we never really delve into that question. We always said, I, you know, I brought it up, said I've seen it before. We talked about it. Uh, we, we, we we even tried uh, and we've been working on this uh, breaking bread burger, which we'll talk about a little bit later on the show. But should peanut butter really be on a burger or should it just be left off and, you know, just simply used as uh, for pies and milkshakes and 
cookies and all the other things instead of sandwiches. Two zero five five four five nine nine five zero. That is the telephone number if you want to get into the show. And we're gonna start with uh, our lovely lady, Leslie. Um, I didn't think so until yeah we we did the show from what was it last Friday yep. or Thursday or Friday from the uh, from the new restaurant the new restaurant and you just made one just we just made one off the cuff you made one for us and right because I thought it would be gross and it was not gross it was actually very good so I say yes. Not always. Not right. every burger I have do I want it on there, but it's it's excellent. Uh, I I hate going along to get along as a general rule. Um, generally speaking, from a culinary perspective, if there's a bunch of people doing it, I have a tendency to stray away from it. Um, I have, in the past, had several PB&J burgers that were good, but I'm also not a gimmick guy. You know what I'm saying? There's not like, we don't sell a five-pound cheeseburger and I don't have a can, you know, I burn your butthole and you not throw up and eat these crazy, stupid, hot wings. I don't really believe in those things for attracting a customer base. Um, so I, I've wanted to do this, but I wanted to do it right, what I considered right. And I wanted to be a little bit different. So my answer is we're coming around to it. I'm, I'm, I'm coming around to it is, is, is my answer for right now. Um, AJ, before we go to take a break, yes or yay or nay? On the peanut butter for you. Uh, okay. So I, I was kind of mm, perplexed as first as should I. Would there be a great topping? Because I've had jelly on a burger because, you know, you have those breakfast burgers, right? With the egg, which at first I didn't think a fried egg should be on a burger, but I had it, loved it. Now, by the way, the well, of the concoction that is created uh, based off the name of the show, I say hell yeah. <laughs> we want to hear from you 205-545-9950 today's duel does peanut butter go on a burger we got to take a quick break and when we come back we'll have a little something something with the alabama food is brought to you by the fine folks at birmingham broker if you're looking to get out of your current vehicle and into something else don't go to the dealership and get ripped off reach out to the folks at birmingham broker have a consultation come to an agreement hand them the keys no fixing of minor dents, no cleaning it out, no meeting in a dark alley, somebody you don't know, and haggling about the price of your car. Birmingham Broker will sell your car and sell your car fast, so you don't have to. It really is that simple. Beham Broker for more information. Proud sponsors of a little something-something with Alabama Foodist, which we will get to as soon as we come back. But uh, I imagine we'll talk to Curtis and Henry. But uh, first, got to take a quick break so we can hurry up and get back. It's Breaking Bread, Talk 99.5, talk99.5.com. Before we get to a little something-something with the Alabama foodists, let's go to Curtis. Let's talk about the Flintstones. Curtis, what's happening? Absolutely. I always – my favorite is the Flintstones. I like the Jacksons, but I love the Flintstones because I always thought it would be awesome to ride a brontosaurus bulldozer. Facts. <laughs> Facts. That's the thing. And, and also, 
I don't know what the record ribs is, but maybe brontosaurus, whatever. I'd like to have a rack of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> so far is the peanut butter on a hamburger. Uh, I never thought about it before, but I'm gonna try it definitely. Next burger out, grill out on. I'll put the peanut butter on it and try that out. Check it out, man. Give us a call and let us know Tell us, please, what you us. think. Curtis, we appreciate you, brother. Blessings, man. Have a wonderful evening. Let's go to Henry, who wants to talk about the Jetsons. Henry, what's up, brother? Burr, I'm cold. <laughs> uh, I'm in the house now. But you know, last night, I hate to say this, but you guys are in, like, uh, the jungle down there. We're up here. It was, like, one degree this morning. And I looked out at the uh, thermometer outside with the wind and it was like minus five so and it was cold and it's still cold coolest thing though this i had never seen this guy he come with us one of them swamp buggies it had a heck of a lift kit in it it must have stood 10 feet off the ground looked like one of them monster trucks and he was he, he couldn't do nothing but donuts and he just left and went home he tried going <laughs> up my street he could not make it. I laughed so hard, I was waving at him. I'll tell you what, I, I was jealous, though, because it was one heck of a nice vehicle. I wish I had it. I, I've, it driven, like, I've driven one of those before um, in our in our, uh, in our our endeavors to feed the people in, in disaster relief. Uh, one of the hurricanes, uh, one of the last hurricanes in New Orleans, uh, they had to dispatch, uh, dispatch a couple of those swamp buggies, and uh, they were stationed on the lot where we were. And uh, they let me drive one around the parking lot. It was awesome. Oh, that was so cool. We had, uh, and I had to get off subject so far, but we actually had a monster truck in our stunt show. And uh, the Hell Drivers uh, uh, stunt show, and we used to come here to Birmingham. That's how uh, one of the reasons why I stayed wait, here. Wait, Henry, uh, Henry, Texas. Henry. Okay, the music's playing, but I got, you were in a stunt show? <laughs> we are looking. Well, shot. my stepdad, uh, Jake. Plumstead. He he was uh, he was he mixed up with like uh, you know all those race car drivers NASCAR and they were at the house when when I used to go to visit with my mom and uh, you know he, he they would all be just sitting around the table drinking beer playing cards or dominoes either but you know I didn't even know who they were. Come Henry, to find out they were on the TV. I gotta go. You gotta call us tomorrow and tell us more please about this tell us tomorrow, show. Please. please call tomorrow. Love you a long time. All right. Peace. Thank you. All right, y'all. Back after this. Stop. You smell bad. Your food doesn't taste as good as it should. And you have a hard time breathing. I know because I experienced all of those things not that long ago. But thanks to a little help from this little gadget at VaporForge, a tobacco-flavored vape, I was able to put down my cigarettes. And I smoked... Two packs a day um, for the better part of 30 years. And I was finally ready and able. And uh, the support and the products that I got at VaporForge personally uh, was just a little extra help and push that I needed. I can't guarantee that you will have the same results. Um, but what do you have to lose at this point? Um, I guess your life is the answer to that question. And that's a hard reality. And I just decided that I work too hard for too long to check out any sooner than uh, the Lord said it was my time. So I decided to help myself. 
VaporForge.com for more information. Right there on Highway 280 next to Bailey Brothers Music. Go see him and tell him your man, the Chub Father, sent you. And without further ado, it's time for a little something something with the Alabama Foodist. Make sure you follow her on social media at the Alabama Foodist and at Alabama Foodist on Facebook and Twitter, respectively. You can also check out her wonderful blogs and quips on the Alabama Foodist.com. And without further ado, Miss Leslie Ellis. My quips. I'm quippy. Okay, so we've been talking about like great men of history like Fred Flintstone. I and, thought we'd talk about Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. Right? Okay, he was in the 1400s, right? I was going to say, was he one of the uh, Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yes, he did. Okay. He invent spaghetti? Yeah. He liked pizza. Was, did he like pizza, pizza or not? Pizza, right. yeah. Okay, you know, he's an astronomer, a sculptor, uh, mathematician, engineer. Right. He did everything. He was also a big foodie. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he and, and a lot like you will, he was obsessed with kitchen gadgets. Okay. He loved kitchen gadgets. He loved taking them apart, seeing what they did. He kept a diary of everything he ate, the whole, you know, and what he would do different and everything. And he had some health tips. In so, one wait a minute. Books. So, he was his first, uh, uh, what was, what's those, what's those, uh, what's that site with the, not the Reddit sites, but uh, when you uh, leave reviews? He was the Yelper. Yeah, he was, he was the, the first, first Yelper. Yelper. There you go. He was yeah, the very yeah. first Yelper. Although, I don't have, I don't know about the restaurants. There's probably two, right? <laughs> so, and they already knew who wrote it. Like, Oh, yeah, Leonardo exactly. da Vinci again. Yeah. What was he he wrote it backwards. Remember, he wrote backwards, and, and you could read his, his writing right. in the mirror. Right. That's how he wrote his diary, so they probably didn't know what he said. What kind of kitchen <laughs> stuff was he taking apart in the 1400s? I mean, it was like mortar. Yeah, Pestle. you know, it just said he, he, he inspired a few of the machines we still use today, including an automated device for turning meat on a spit. Huh. Um, that was one of one of his biggest things okay well he um he had notebooks filled with the cost of everything he spent on food and all that kind of stuff but here's a couple of his health tips for himself that he wrote in there and see if they're if you think they're a reasonable day if you want to be healthy observe this regime do not eat when you have no appetite and dine lightly uh chew well and whatever you take into you should be well cooked and of simple ingredients he who takes medicine is ill-advised. So he didn't believe in medicine. I don't know, but, um, beware anger and avoid stuffy air and stay standing while a while when you get up from a meal. What do you think? I, that all... Don't sleep at midday and, and your wine should be mixed with a little water. That all seems relative. Kind of reasonable and relative, yeah. yeah. Except for the wine and water. Yeah, I'm not sure why he mixed wine with water. I don't know. Jesus. Do not lie with your stomach upward and your head downward. Mm. Huh? And be well covered at night. So, don't, anyway, don't Don't lie with your stomach downward and your head upward. I guess maybe after you eat, maybe it'll give you heartburn or something. How is that? Oh. I, don't, yes. I don't understand. I don't, your stomach I don't understand. Or like because like is he not talking about like laying on your stomach? How could you lay on your stomach and have your face upwards <laughs> if you weren't the exercise? Maybe it just means like on an incline. Shit. Maybe if your stomach's upward, your head shouldn't be downward. Maybe I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Um, don't eat between meals, and don't prolong your visit to the toilet. Mm. Mm. There you go. Now the whole in between meals because now they tell us you know snack in between. Yeah, eat. You know. So you don't get, so you don't overdo your, you know, overindulge. 
when it comes to your next meal. So, um, hmm. it's some interesting. I thought um, it was interesting. At fourteen hundreds, you're going. Mm. Um, I wonder how many people actually listened. I know, I know some of the stuff we we kind of uh, do now, but I'm yeah. just saying, like back in those days, like he was not really that famous back then. I mean, at the time, I mean, people kind of thought of him as as a smart guy, and he kind of knew what he was talking about, but. People think way higher of him now than they did oh, back he, then. I, he sure was one of those guys. I know what he was. He was one of the, oh, gosh, Leonardo. He's always going to. Just keep walking, maybe He won't notice. Just, <laughs> well, you know, if you eat that meal, don't <laughs> eat that. Don't eat between meals. It's yeah. like it, it does horrible for your digestive system. And if you, oh, I see you drinking wine over there. Put a little water. Like, bro, like, can I just enjoy a meal? I think, I think, <laughs> if, I think if, he walked around and gave advice and everybody went, yeah, Leonardo, yeah. I think if bro was alive today, he'd be a vegan and a Karen. Probably so. Probably so. You know, so. there is some, there is some, um, there is some possibility that he decided to become vegan later in life. So it's interesting that you mentioned that. So, huh. But they're not, you know, sure. they're not sure. But it has a face in the, and, it, and it has the feelings as well, too. So you, it doesn't really do good for your digestive system. Yes. Right. He only owned one cookbook, so I don't know how much he cooked. Look at the nipple from where thy milk come. That's gross. <laughs> I wonder, Let me he, draw it. <laughs> did he, did he, did he uh, ever put that question out? Who decided to to supple on that nipple of that cow and drink from its bosom? Who thought that would be delightful? Like, did, did he come up with that as well, too? Because, I, I mean. I don't know. Or who came first? Was it the chicken or the egg? Scientists actually <laughs> have proven not too long ago that it's the chicken. They, like, okay, deadpan, serious. <laughs> it's, no, seriously. That they, they, only um, the the. The uh, proteins needed to harden a shell only come, evidently, as the egg is growing inside the chicken, it's soft. And the longer it hangs out, the proteins from inside the mama chicken begin to harden the shell. And so without the egg being inside of the chicken, it could never come out and be a hard, safe, protective shell for the chick to grow up in, so therefore the chicken had to come first. How? But how did the chicken get? Bro, here? I'm just telling you. What. <laughs> no, this, this is—he's just giving you an example of what it was like to listen to Leonardo. <laughs> right. But I just, but I, but all I said was, <laughs> "How are you doing, Leonardo?" <laughs> right. But I was told if I listened to my music at a reasonable volume. Ah, <laughs> so. Peanut butter on a burger. Like I said, I used to I used to be kind of indifferent about it because I'd eaten them, and it was just I don't know. It all just seemed gimmicky to me. Folks were like, "Ooh, here's something that hasn't been done. Let's put some peanut butter and some jelly on a cheeseburger, and we'll say it tastes good." And all the people who get really stoned and have the munchies will come and be like, "Man, it's the best burger I ever had, guy." You know. And then I met the Metters family all these years ago. And I had never really thought about it until Leslie and I were sitting there doing the show. Because, like I said, I just don't really follow the trends in food making necessarily. And um, I was like, well. So I took the double O honey, the double honey peanut butter from Metters. And it had a suspicion that 
a blackened patty would be the way to start if you were going to do it because really I'm a big fan of Thai beef satays, which, you know, is just a thin strip of meat on a stick and grilled and whatnot. But it's typically served with a side of peanut sauce. So I started thinking, you know, well, okay, I, I can I can see this, but you know, nobody wants to just slop some jelly on top. I just I, I had a fear that it was the problem that I always had with the PB and J burgers were they they were just sweet, and a cheeseburger or a burger is more of a savory thing to me and I just really wasn't down for the collision you know I I understand our barbecue sauce is a little sweeter but the stuff that's on those burgers is a little spicier so so there's a balance and that's generally what I felt felt about peanut butter and jelly burgers is that they just lacked balance so when Leslie asked me the other day about a peanut butter burger um Ashley had been in and I had had some Metters peanut butter and we did it up and it was good but then we started talking about the jelly, and I knew, um, I don't remember if it was, it was one of the two of you, I believe, also, that suggested that, it was JJ, that suggested the bacon jam that we put in the pierogies from the little cook-off thing that we did. So I started thinking about that and went home and started messing around with it and uh, altered it a bit. It's more of a black cherry bacon jam I guess at this point and what we discovered is so the burger is going to come on the, the burgers will be sliders it will be the uh, triple B burger which is the breaking bread burger uh, brought to you by Metters Family Farms and Subfathers um, and so we've got we're going to do sliders with the uh, double honey peanut butter blackened 100% certified Angus uh, burger patties a strip of bacon, and the bacon jam. And it's crazy because you bite it, and you get the peanut butter, and you get the jam, and then those flavors finish on more of like a Thai-Asian thing to me. So I'm pretty happy with the way that it turned out. Um, I think that you guys will like it as well. So what we're going to do is... Tomorrow, if you heard us talking about it on the radio, tomorrow only, you can come into the restaurant and order a set of these sliders. We are not going to release them to the rest of the public until Friday. There will be no social media posts tomorrow about come try these burgers, nothing. This is a Breaking Bread exclusive for a 24-hour period of time. Only our listeners to say thank you. you know, we're not giving you a discount, but you still got to come. You know what I'm saying? But you, for our listeners, we have created this Breaking Bread Burger. Um, I didn't really do it. Leslie and AJ did it. Um, I just kind of threw it together. So if it doesn't taste good to you, remember, it was Leslie and AJ's idea. And it's just brought to you by Metters Farms and Subfathers. So I'm happy to take the, take the blame. But I think it's delicious. And I brought some. For these two to try today. Um, <clears throat> I liked it. I did. Did you Did you like it, Aiden? I did. It was I very did. good. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoyed it. If The only thing, I, th- I might put a little hot sauce in my jam. 
or like just a, a little more spice, a little heat. Sure, just, it, I think it would be good that way too. Um, but yeah, it was delicious, and and I was kind of worried because the first one we kind of came up with had yeah. the onion straws and stuff, and I right. like the idea that there's some crunch in there. I don't want it to be too peanut butter jelly mushy kind of, right. but but the slice of the bacon that you have on it gives it that crunch, so it it works good. Well, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. It's so delish. We uh we we will see what other concoctions we can come up with in the future, um, but just as a way to say thanks. Tomorrow only, um, if you are a Breaking Bread listener, you can come in and order the uh, Triple B sliders and uh, tell us what you think. Hopefully you'll call us tomorrow evening and and uh, have an opinion as to whether or not peanut butter goes on a burger. All right, we're going to take a break, and uh, then we're going to come back and talk about uh, nacho cheese keychains and... $200, a $200 Applebee's gift card will get you $1,500 worth of Applebee's. I don't really know a whole lot of people who are like, hey, you want to go to Applebee's? Because it's just not really their jam. I imagine that the people, the same people who are ordering or who are purchasing the, the, the deal at Applebee's are ordering Mr. Pib on the side. They're probably the same people. We'll get into that when we come back. It's Breaking Bread talk. What up? Welcome back in to Breaking Bread, AJ Leslie and the Chub Father. But you can call me Will. That's cooler. Um, listen, if you think your roof is in need of an attitude adjustment, maybe it's been a little leaky. Maybe you got some some shingles that are just flying off the handle. Reach out to the roofing professionals at Noto Roofing because they know roofing. N O T O Roofing dot com. More than twenty years of experience in the business. Trusted by individuals like myself and insurance companies alike to do what they say when they say they'll do it and uh, to be on budget. It's pretty much as simple as that. Get more information. Get your roof seen about. Noto Roofing. NotoRoofing.com. N-O-T-O Roofing.com. Noto knows roofing. So at the beginning of the show intro, we talked about nacho cheese that could be your cheese for $2. What's that all about? Well, uh, coming up on the 20th of January, you can go to any Arby's location, and everyone has a uh, a very small amount of these keychains. I've never had the cheese sauce from Arby's, but evidently it's a big deal. And with this $2 keychain, it entitles you to unlimited cups of cheese sauce for the remainder of 2024. So if you like dipping your fries in the cheesy sauce at Arby's or you like the, I imagine it's probably the same cheese that comes on the beef and cheddar. I would think so. Which is probably what I order from when I order from Arby's more than anything else. Um, You got an Arby's, you got got a particular thing at Arby's that you like? That's probably my favorite. The beef and cheddar? cheddar, Not as good as it used to be. Yeah. But it's still pretty tasty. I like Arby sauce very, very much, though. So most of the time I get an Arby sandwich with just extra Arby sauce. Right. I'm a fan, too. I, I buy the bottle. Like we, I keep some at the house. Yeah. I like it. they sell it in the bottle? Yeah, they sell the, the Arby sauce and the horsey sauce in the bottles oh. now. It's right next to the Chick-fil-A sauce. Keep, keeps people from, Oh, at the store. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Yeah. I thought maybe they sold them there to keep you from stealing them. <laughs> I, I, I used to, they used to sell. They used to be sitting on the on the in, tables in, in and, the bottles. Yeah, yeah, in the bottles in the crockpots. Yeah, I lifted one or two of those in my day for sure. That's a- why we can't have nice. It's my fault. Blame me. <laughs> AJ, do you have a do you have a, a go to at the Arby's? Uh, uh, no, no. You guys like their fries though, right? I, I do like yeah. the fries. If yeah. I if I do go there, uh, I I, do, I get the fries. I used to get the little uh, slider sandwiches. Right. Um, I, I used to like those. Do they still serve the burger? Remember they tried to yeah. dip their toe in the burger. Yeah. We, oh, there, there was a crane. didn't love it. Yeah. But, yeah. AJ and I did a full review. Um, we had them in here one day. And get it without the sauce. Like, I don't know why Arby's felt the need to Big Mac up their cheeseburger, but they did. And it was, it was worse on the Arby's burger than it ever was on the Big Mac. So even if I, you know, I'm I'm a Big Mac fan. Right. I like the sauce. I wouldn't like it on their burger because it's too much. I ordered them more than once. And about 90% of the people that I talked to, um, and AJ and I had the exact same response, it was just too much. Like it was, it, it when you took a bite, aside from it running down your arm, all you tasted was, was, the, sauce. was okay. the sauce. That makes sense. Um, so I'd get it on the side. Um, just because I, I don't know if it's meant to be that way or employees just didn't care. They just were like, oh, he's probably going to want some extra Thousand Island dressing. There you go. If they sell them anymore. Right, right if they sell them anymore. <laughs> Theoretically. Um, so Applebee's on the 20th as well, if you're an Applebee's fan, uh, they are selling a date night pass. And it's 200 bucks, And it entitles you to... $30 a day of Applebee's food. You can't use it to pay for alcohol, and you can't use it to tip. If you go in and spend $20 and you're done for that day, the $10 doesn't roll over. Okay. But if you went every day that you could and spent $30, you could get up to $1,500 worth of Applebee's, which is... More Applebee's than I could ever eat in a lifetime. I'm I'm pretty sure, even when it was good. You know what though? That's that's enough of a deal though that you know it, it is. I mean, there's no bad grilled chicken salad. You know, or, no. I mean, there's a few items that you know. No, it's edible. If you're you know if you're hungry, you know it's it's better than being hungry. Would for I sure. Want it for date night? I'm I'm not sure. It's I, I don't know. I, you know, marketing wise, I might have named it something else. Right. You know. Because I just it just doesn't. Do me a favor and have have Blair film the night that uh, Jesse decides that he's going to take the <laughs> al- the Alabama foodist to Applebee's, um, just so that I can get your reaction. Yeah, he could take me to Applebee's, but if he tried to call it date night, like <laughs> happy anniversary, we're headed to Applebee's. Well, I look, think look, we'd have I, been I, I, I'm going to say there this. Look, uh, there was a time where. Taking someone to Applebee's was like, on oh point. for sure. Because you gotta say, like when I was like in my early twenties, one of the first dates you go on was to like Applebee's. Now then later as you progress, then you take them to a you know a nicer restaurant. TGIF Fridays, right? Well, uh, I have a horrible story with TGIF. <laughs> and you go up to Chili's, yeah. and then you go up to Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays. <laughs> go ahead saying, and get the salad like, bar, girl. I'm I mean, it's on me. Look, you say, hey, look, you know, if you go after work at, at a decent time when you were able to get off for happy hour, because like 
get you a, a dollar margarita, get you a, a dollar beer, you know, get you some side items. And then, you, you know, you're feeling really nice. Like, we used to go out after work sometimes yeah. and go to Applebee's. I mean, it used to be a party up in there. I mean, it was all of those off places. the chain. I mean, and then you might meet your uh, future ex-wife up in there. You know what I'm saying? It was just <laughs> one of those things. All of those places <laughs> used to be significantly better than they are now. And I don't know if it's... You know, cost of goods, staffing help, da da da. But there was a time, yeah, when you know, Applebee's to me was a credible place to go eat. Just like I, I was never a huge Fridays fan, and I was never a huge Chili's fan. But I I could go to uh, Ruby Tuesdays. Ruby Tuesdays was like I would volunteer to get, volunteer to go to Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. You know, when they had the salad, bar. and I don't really know if they just opened that many more stores and they the but the food just isn't well well see here's the thing like younger we didn't go really for the food the food was just uh, there because you had a lot of cheap alcohol in your system right and you just needed some substance to kind of keep everything down and that's the reason why you went but it was like a social gathering place where people used to come together after work Everybody's like, hey, what you doing on Friday night? Oh, you about to go to uh, Chili's or you about to go to Applebee's? Oh, which one? This place, location. And, I mean, everybody used to show up, and it was just like a it was just like a party. Well, what's replaced that? Has anything replaced uh, that? Uh, Is there anything now that's a mid-level, you know, not extremely expensive, not super most people, cheap? Most Swiping people, left and Netflix and chilling? Well, most people either do like little like lounges or, you know, if you, uh, you like cigars, they'll go to cigar places. But there's not like a food place yeah. that has that 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 feel and that vibe like it used to be. I, I do miss that cafe. place you could go to dinner and then you could move to the bar and watch a game or whatever. Right. And it but everything was right back. there. You watch yeah. the game, you know. Good. Anyway. All right, we're out till tomorrow. Let everybody feed the people. Wash your hands. Don't be dirty. Peace. We out. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. There's yeah, safe. I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. Movies, TV shows, books, podcasts, and more. It's What Women Binge with Melissa Joan Hart and her friend Amanda Lee. Scott Grimes is here with us. Voiceover, that is like my dream job. I think I just have too distinctive a voice and I can't manipulate it. That's why I'm not a good singer. This is how great Seth MacFarlane is. I went in to do it and I was talking like this and he goes, good, now just get rid of the next thing that you just did because it's one, it's ugly. And I just came out like this and came up with this guy named Steve Smith who has a tiny little lisp, but so does Scott Grimes, so it's perfect. What Women Binge, wherever you listen.